0: time to do this I think oh this is so fun I want to do this full time and so keep spreading the word like the like the gospel like the Bible keep spreading the word of the Lord and no I am not your savior but I might be through the pandemic I really might I had a weird week we order our groceries on on the device called Amazon and well and when I say we I mean me because we all know that men don't do the groceries though I wouldn't hate if they did I wouldn't hate if they did I pretty much handle the groceries and Wes handles like leaves and other things of that nature like lawnmowers and things like that and so we order our groceries on the Amazon And so I have ordered like a couple of things such as tofu and, you know, like iced coffee. So some of these things don't arrive sometimes because, you know, you're leaving it up to some human individual to go to the store and pick up the things that you request. I think that's how it works. I honestly don't know exactly how it works if... Like the store puts it together or whatever. I don't even know what store it comes from, honestly. All I know is check the box organic and she's at my door. Well, I started this when I was having like hip problems and stuff. So this is not just like me being a lazy bee. It's actually hard for me to get groceries in and out of the car, okay? So before I go getting trolled, you know, be a Christian. Anyway, so... They left out the tofu. I don't even report it because I didn't honestly I didn't even notice it to today. And I'm not I'm also not even sure that I ordered it, but I think I did. I gotta go back and check. Point being, that two days after we do our Amazon order, we arrive home from something. No, that's not true. It was like the end of the day. It was like five PM. We're both done with work for the day, and I'm heading out to take Moji to the dog park. And so I almost step on nothing less than two bundles of bananas on our doorstep. That's right. Now, if anything, one bundle of bananas is a lot for me. Uh, I can never get through them in time. I always have to end up freezing them, using them in a smoothie. They look like little turds in our freezer. Like It's not the cutest, but it is the process that we go through for my general well-being. And I always say to Wes, do you want part of my smoothie? He's like, no, disgusted by the little turds. No, he does not want them. Okay, fine. You're a lost, pal. Anyway, you know, when they're super ripe, they get sweeter, but they look awful, just awful. And so we get these extra bananas on the doorstep. And I say to Wes, "Uh, pardon me, have you been bartering out on the street corner? We do have this family that lives on the corner and they basically have a farm in their backyard. I don't want to brag, but we're living in a really... um, up and coming area. Uh, and so we have this family on the corner. They have rabbits, which I think might be, I honestly think they might be for like a stew. I think, I don't think they're pets. I think they're for stew. They let them out every day to eat the grass. And, like, next to them are chickens. And then there's also, like, a plum tree in the front yard. They just bought all this stuff during the pandemic and planted all these trees. And I'm like, I think they're starting a farm on the corner lot here. And to be honest, it's not dumb. It's really not. We get enough sunshine in the backyard. But I'm afraid that we're going to dig up a dead body from the neighbors or something to even begin the process. And, you know, not to mention our neighbors tried to talk me into doing their organic farming in their yard. I'll get back to that. So I walk outside, there's this bundle. I say, Have you been bartering? Two bundles, pardon me. Two bundles of bananas. Have you been bartering dear? He says, No, I I haven't and if you know Wes, you know that he's like, everything is trash and like it needs to have everything new at all times. So the fact that these rogue bananas are showing up, it would be very out of character for him. I'm thinking, well, where did these come from? He's like, yeah, I don't know. I was looking at this. I said, wait a minute. You're looking at this like you didn't think maybe I'll bring them inside or just going to leave them here on the stoop. So I come back. They're <laughs> they're still there. We come back with the dog park. They're still there. I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to. I mean, do these have COVID? Are these? Is this the new anthrax? Bananas on your doorstep. And I think, you know, it's possible our neighbors that are murderers listen to my podcast. They know that I know, and they're trying to poison us. So now I've brought these bananas inside. We're just both staring at them. Like, what do we do with these? Like, do we freeze them? Do we take up, do we sanitize them? Do we take them off the, do we take the peels off? And and like, what, what would Jesus do? I still haven't decided, by the way. So then when we did the grocery order, we actually got bananas. So I thought maybe that, so today I discovered there's no tofu. Then I think maybe this is like to make up for the lack of tofu. Like, The grocery driver just delivered these two bananas and was like, sorry, boo, or something. (sighs) I I don't know. It's chaos over here. It's like goddamn Curious George over here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the story. I don't know why they're here. I don't know who delivered them. Then I thought we sort of have these geriatric neighbors on the other side. And I thought maybe they were just like being nice and like, oh, we accidentally got extra, you know, but they never texted us and they do know how to text and they never did. So, I'm like, it's not them. I really... So, they're still sitting there. And now, we've accidentally mixed up those two bundles with the bundle that we ordered from the grocery store. So, God knows which one is the anthrax banana bundle. Or which one isn't, really. You know, this is the price I pay for saying no to doing organic farming next door. We have these neighbors. They're a couple of ladies. And they are married. And... They are lovely. A little unusual, but lovely. And they say to me one day, like mid-pandemic, like mid-pandemic depression, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is talk to literally anyone I know, let alone my neighbors. Um, And they say to me, uh, hey, would Lindsay like some, like, organic produce? And Wes is like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, she eats organic and, you know, and they're like, yeah, well, we were thinking, you know, you can use our yard if you want to plant a garden. Uh, como If I'm planting a garden, it's going in my backyard, pals. Of course, they go on to say, you know, if if we do that, we just ask that uh, you give us, you know, some of it sometimes. ha ha ha. I'm basically joining a farmer's union because apparently I am their personal day laborer. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, if there's one thing I've learned in therapy, it's boundaries, and I am laying one down right about now. They're going to be like, oh, it's snowing. Did you freaking, you know, bring the bison out back and tend the soil? Okay, that's the wrong animal, but but you get it. Okay, no, I'm not milling in the middle of winter. Sorry. That's why my... Ancestors left left the sticks, moved to California. Generations and generations of us were like, yeah, I, I'm over it. Anyway, no longer a prairie dog. That's my point. So, so Wes is like nice to people, and which is sort of a foreign idea to me. And um, they, of course, ask him because I try and make myself as unapproachable as possible, and. Just as, just as a human being in general, that's just my general approach. So they ask him, like, do you think she would mind? He's like, hmm, let me check with her. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she'd be into it. And I'm like, absolutely not. He's like, all right. Well, I didn't tell him you would. I'm like, you're damn right you didn't. Anyway, he didn't, he's, he, he wouldn't, but, uh, good Lord, good Lord. And, you know, they've got everyone in the neighborhood working for them. They have the chick on the other side of them. Let's hope no one's listening to this. But they, I don't think they are. They have the chick on the other side of them buying their groceries. They have the guy across the street raking their leaves. My husband's clearing their gutter and moving their trash bins. I'm like, what are you kids up to over there? They probably have their own podcast for all I know. Just kicking back. Good stuff. Anyway, recently, you know that I mentioned that Wes um, pursued a new iPad, and after I got home from getting my face done, and by that, I mean Botox in my face, um, he said, oh, well, honey, that's sort of like your treat. I said, no, no. No, no. That is an, that's a expense. That is a expense from our budget that we don't have, our imaginary budget, and Um, that's just like a maintenance fee. It's basically like, you know, putting gas in the car. And by the way, that account of dollar-dollar bills that is stored toward that fund is only going to be appreciating over time because this thing, we have good genes, but we aren't perfect, you know? And, uh, this is going to need some maintenance the way things are shaping up. So... He now understands that, no, no, this isn't a treat. This is a recurring utility bill that you're going to have to foot, my my darling. And really, it's for his benefit and my own. Anyway, cheers to that. And with that, I say, you know, thank God all the med spas are open. Anyway, I finally had some quality time with Jeff and Greta. Uh, they gave some feedback on my podcast, and they said, darling daughter of ours. Actually, it didn't start like that. It said, they said, um, can you please stop swearing? And I said, welcome to the new millennium, folks. Now, I said, you know, I can't make everyone in my audience happy. And to be honest, you're not my target demographic. No, that's not what I said. I didn't say that either. No, I said, oh, that makes you uncomfortable. And they were like, well... And they tried to package it in a bow and tell me that I'm funny without without needing to swear. But I said, you know, really, the F word is more just like a um that sounds better. It's like a pause, you know. So, anyway, I'm working on it. But God bless America. This, be grateful you're not an only child, listeners. Because, frickin' A. Pressure, pressure, pressure. They can't have their one child swearing on the internet, so... Here we are. In some ways, being an only child has made me totally resilient to the pandemic because I can entertain myself in my home like like none other. I mean, you want to go on being entertained at home by yourself? Now, I'm not alone. I do have a partner and a son, but I can occupy myself until the freaking end of time. Les is like, oh, I'm so bored. And I'm like, first of all, offensive. I'm here and I'm not boring. I think we can all agree with that. And number two, yeah, I don't get bored as quick as him. That's the point I'm trying to make. I have gone days at a time scrapbooking. It's like if there were one of those like eating competitions, except for like staying in your home and just occupying yourself, I think I would truly excel. Like uh, the thing that would bother me about the Big Brother show—not that I've ever seen it, but I've seen a couple clips—is the other people. Like, I don't need—I don't need you. Bye, bye. I'd do great in an isolation prison cell. But uh, anyway, that's just 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 to give you an aroma of my childhood. That's sort of where things stood. Talk about an episode my parents aren't gonna like. <laughs> just kidding. But no, I am teaching them a lesson. Okay, moving right along. So, uh, I have some news. It's breaking news. It's being reported here first. And that is that Cameron Diaz is now incredibly boring. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I didn't think I would ever say that. But it is what it is. She is no longer fun. And she is fully boring. And I just think if there were ever a chick marriage didn't look good on marriage and motherhood it's Cameron diaz it's like i think of you as like single fun chick like what happened to laughing why are why are you you know giving sat quotes in every interview like i don't need an sat word i don't need the latin version of you know infant like uh, i don't care that your wine is clean you're talking about your wine being so clean it practically sounds like dish soap like that's how boring it is I get that you're trying to distance yourself from the movie industry. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know if she got Harvey Weinstein. I don't know what the hell happened. But I'm like, just go back to the days of being unevolved and in the holiday. It's like, you've been over-therapied. There is such a thing. My friends and I talk about it all the time. It's like, too much therapy, unhealthy. No, no. A little bit of ignorance really is bliss. Just keep, you know, self-destructing. It's much better that way. These people get in Hollywood so long, like the Matthew McConaughey of the world he's now putting out a memoir. It's like, why? You r- literally haven't done, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has been in movies and stuff, and I'm sure that's impressive to some. W- why are you now doing like self-help workshops? Like I'm not following. Why are you on the call map? I'm still, no, I'm still not over it. I'm not rehashing old material. I'm just literally still not over it. Anyway, my only saving grace this week was. That's right, the first episode of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Do-do-do, do-do-do. Oh, wait, that's Southern Charm. Um, and speaking of Southern Charm, let's just go back real quick. Oh, Southern Charm. Yikes, yikes, yikes. We are feeling the absence of the Thomas Ravenel and now the Cameron. And I didn't even think we needed a Cameron, but it turns out we do. And, um, Madison is to Southern Charm. This is, honestly, I think this is poetry. So just hear this out. Maybe put it as an Instagram caption or a hashtag. Madison is to Southern Charm what Kristen Cavallari was to the hills. It's like you are carrying this shit on your back up a mountain and you're so hot and fun. However... Nothing can save a sinking ship. That is what this is, I believe. And Shep's little girlfriend isn't helping. And the girl from Shaw's of Sunset isn't helping. Uh, Craig's baby blue nail polish certainly isn't going to save the day. And neither is Danny's chlamydia. So, you know, we are put out to pasture, so to say. I think it's time that we wrap it up. And I'm going to, the the best thing about the show is the goddamn intro song. Da-da-doo. Da-da-dee-dee-dee. Wes and I sing it to each other. We sing it to the dog. He starts howling. It's like a freaking country bear jamboree in here. All right. So going back to pressing matters at hand. Yes, it was the first week of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And let me tell you guys, I did not expect much. I did not expect anything real promising, to be honest with you. And you know what? I appreciate the gift of a bad trailer because damn, did that initial episode premiere, thank you, premiere, I keep forgetting the word, premiere episode, um, deliver, ha, coming in hot, coming in hot, the Watch What Happens Live afterward came in hot, it honestly has been the most exciting thing to happen to me since I got married, yes, that's true, um, where to begin where to begin well I know what we're all thinking we're all thinking Lino what do you think of Mormons and uh, I have a lot to say to that question and my experience with Mormons is actually quite vast I've met three and um, I had a volleyball coach who was Mormon he was male I had two co-workers who were Mormon and they were vastly different and one was um, a practicing Mormon and who wore like the, I don't know what it's called, but it's basically like a shroud that you wear under your clothes. It's like a cloth that you wear under your clothes um, to cover your body parts when you like have sex with your husband, I think. And that could be wrong. And I'm sure they'll tell me because when I made an innocent joke, it's a long story, but I was in Germany. There was a Christmas market and I saw all these little tents set up. And I said, you know, an innocent comment on the Instagram. I make a post and I say, this looks like a uh, Mormon compound. Innocent enough, I get a message saying, what exactly is a Mormon compound? And I say, oops, my bad. I meant polygamy. Sorry. I don't even think I said sorry. That's not true. I don't think I said sorry. I said, oops, meant polygamy. Um, I'm sorry. Sorry. Are they that far apart? I think we can all agree that one leads to another based on the fact that Mary is porking her grandfather. That's right. One of the characters in this show, if you haven't heard, is porking her grandfather. Now, he may be a step-grandfather, but he is a grandfather indeed. They look the same age. I don't know how it works because I wasn't paying attention and nor do I care. I know all I need to know about that. And the other experience with... Um, Mormons. And by the way, you guys are asking, I'm not being secular or anything uh, or, uh, you know, I'm not trying to rag on anyone, but they have put a trailer in my face that is all about religion uh, with a Salt Lake City show. Therefore, I'm going to respond to my opinions on um, different religions because I feel like that's what's being asked of me. So, uh, my other experience with a Mormon man was one of him trying to cut me down and not believe in myself and benched me all season when I was best player on the team, just saying, because he was threatened by my authority. So, uh, not real impressed with the men. Also, why are they all blonde? What is the deal? I know that they say, like, achieving perfection is part of the Mormon values, and... And like, did they, was it like a Hitler mentality where they felt like, I'm seriously not trying to be a hater. I'm, I'm asking, do you think it was a Hitler mentality where they're saying, um, all the best people are blonde and blue eyed? Because if you notice, like there's an outstanding amount of blonde men and women, uh, not in this cast, but within the. Within the Mormon community, to my knowledge, now that probably is offensive too, because I said these look like this looks like a compound. I mean, we all know some Mormons live in compounds and take multiple wives. That's not crazy, okay? There's shows about it, so get off my back, get off my back. Don't listen if you don't like it, okay? But give me five stars, thanks. Um, okay, so that's my negative experience with Mormons summarized. I have yet to meet a. I've yet to have a positive experience with the Mormon, um, but I'm sure you're out there, and I'm sure there are great Mormon people uh, that I have not yet met. Okay, so next is, well, (sighs) uh, the intros. I mean, wow. I already knew, like, the the intro um, sayings. I don't know. I don't really want to talk about those. They were fine. I'm, I'm here to talk about the fashions. And what I'm gonna tell you about the fashions is in the group shot that they use, and you know they tell them bring them seventeen different dresses and whatever, Heather, who's the blonde girl, who's like the um like uh, she's sort of like broader than the other blonde girl in the show. So that's how I'm distinguishing her. She's the one that owns the med spa, whatever. Um, she had the worst dress, uh, in that group shot. But then in her individual, like solo um intro things where she's like turning and then her body's like at the bottom of the screen with her name next to it super cute super cute things so I think maybe just one of the dresses she chose wasn't the best on her and then I felt that Lisa was the best dressed of the whole bunch in the group photo but I hate Lisa as a person no I don't hate her okay I take it back I don't hate her I don't hate her I just, she falls into the category, guys. You know the category that it is. It is a transplant that is not a native to Salt Lake. Why do I need a New Yorker in Salt Lake? I don't care. I don't care that there's the added dynamic. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay, anyway, Meredith had the best glam of anyone she's chic I've never heard of her line so I'm a little bit confused by the whole dressing celebrities thing I believe it I'm not saying it's wrong there are plenty of people with small clothing lines and small jewelry lines that no one's ever heard of that do dress celebrities because celebrities simply need that much shit they're constantly in the public eye and there's not enough stuff in the world to feel like oh this is new that they haven't seen so I get that someone found her and and put you know a stud earring on Rihanna no big deal um, I am wondering what PR agency she's with, and I don't think it's Lisa's, and I'm confused just as to Lisa's involvement in publicity. I'm like, is it the tequila? Is it the Sundance? What are you doing exactly, and does she drink the tequila? I don't think she does. I don't know, I just kind of zoned out when she was, like, driving through the fast food with her kid, and I th- just thinking about the, you know, diabetes type 2 diabetes that her children are going to have when they're 30. Okay, so anyway, um, Jen said, Jen, wow, what a force. And let me tell you, I would not want to be on a cast with her. No, I like, I mean, I would if we were tight, but we wouldn't be. Um, And so I can appreciate her. God, I can appreciate her as a housewife. What a freaking gift. And I just want to say, that when she was at the med spa with Heather, I counted all the brands she was wearing. Would you really like to hear them? Yes, she would. Here they are. Valentino. Louis Vuitton. Gucci. Valentino again. Oops. Oh, that was supposed to be Versace. Sorry. Versace again. David Yerman. Rolex. Cartier. And Hermes. So, I think she just threw, like, every designer piece she had on her body. And and typically, you know, you know that I hate a mixy matchy logo moment, but this was so many extra freaking, br- I mean, this is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is eight different designers um, combined. It's like, it's so extra. It's practically a new style. That's not like mixing Gucci and Louis Vuitton in one outfit and being like bold with it. That is not. This is just freaking excess. If there were a name to her Barbie, it would be the excess Barbie. Okay? And I applaud it. It's honestly so ridiculous. It's hysterical. Um, And when she said in Utah, I'm black, when she's Hawaiian, I am sold because... uh, that is a that should have been her intro line as far as I'm concerned. In Utah, I'm black and turn around and sashay her gown. That is hysterical. Um, now her 20 year old, her 24 year old son looks like he could be her lover, and it's just a bit confusing to the eye. I'm confused by both of the sons, so they both it says Jen's son, but I'm like, is it not the son of the fathers? I don't know, it guys. I wasn't paying that much attention, it was it's been a long week. I also want her eyebrows to be a different shape, and I think they're going to evolve season two and three. That's going to be the feedback. It's like, wow, your eyebrows are like to your hairline, and it's Teresa Giudice in a different sense, but too much still. And one of the things that I've taken away from this series is that there is way too much wood in Utah. It's like oak in the background, lots of yellow wood and it's lots of like cabin log cabin vibes and it's like if I have seen one Lincoln log I've seen them all okay this honestly the Lincoln logs have a nicer finish than some of these yellow woods that I'm seeing coming across my 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 visual and Meredith has the best house I knew she would she's got the best everything that Gucci swirly dress with the rhinestone give it to me give it to me The only thing I don't like about Meredith is her son. Um, He is auditioning just a bit too hard for this um, housewife's gay son role. And I don't love the lines he's playing to camera. I don't love that he's showering her in roses from the husband. It's all very strange. And I'm not buying it, guys. I was not born yesterday. I see what you're trying to do, Brooks. And the look at all these cows and do you want some lip gloss lines are not going to become memes. Okay. That's what it is. And you know, when they were driving around looking at the cows, I thought to myself, wow, Utah looks really ugly. And I would like to reiterate once again that I am no longer a prairie dog. Um, anyway, I think her husband mainly cleans up incredibly well. It was shocking to me when I saw him in the confessional with the suit Versus in the beanie on the hike. I was like, who's that? Literally. That guy got like a spray tan and a glow up. Kim K. Glow Up. I I was like, "Who is this her lover? Like, who's this? It was was quite the turnaround. Let's see. Now, Lisa. Well, I guess I just want to add about Lisa that, you know, nothing good happens when you take a New Yorker out of New York. Don't bring them to a new city with housewives. Keep them on their island where they're meant to be you know where they were to begin with they are living on an island because they've been excommunicated from the rest of the states and I think that's the that on that all right so going back to Jen that's what we all want to talk about Whitney's pretty irrelevant to me other than the dancing on the stripper pole at her vow renewal and her husband is the creepiest I feel like she was probably one of those girls who like basically was like a sexual predator without even realizing it and then ended up marrying her sexual predator um and then mary you know i already talked about her she likes couture and she is married to her grandpa so that's that um but i want to go back to jen jen has a first and second assistant and i mean who doesn't i know i do and jen jen's assistant's name is stewart And I gotta tell you guys, when I saw this steward, I thought to myself, wow, this gives me, what was his name? Taylor Armstrong's husband. Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue. I just had it. Russell. This gives me Russell vibes. And if you recall, guys, Russell committed suicide. And I thought, this steward, we need to keep a close eye on him. I don't want him going anywhere. I don't want him going anywhere. He holds all the secrets of the castle. And, you know, also for his own well-being, of course. But I don't want him going anywhere, and I feel that he may want to die. um, Based on the criticism he got over the raspberry chocolate cake flavor preference, Jen said, who eats that? And you could tell he was thinking, well, I like that flavor, but didn't Dane say it? She said, that scares me that, that that's the choice you made. Mind you, she's done nothing for this party herself. Um, other than, you know, use aerosol deodorant. So, the other thing about Jen I wanted to mention is that she smells like hospital. In the words of Mary. She smells like hospital and Jen is incredibly pissed. Because the one thing you can't tell through the TV, no matter how much Versace, Valentina, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, David Yeerman, Rolex, Cartier, Hermes... That you have on is how you smell and mary got the one thing that we cannot confirm and it is that jen smells like the hospital and that's because her aunt got her legs amputated and it's unfortunate but i do think she's redeemed and that the dp the director of photography for this show has done outstanding. I'm talking Oscar worthy and it can't win an Oscar. So I'm going to go back and say I'm talking Emmy worthy television work on how they have shot Jen Shaw. I mean, they're getting the stiletto in the snow. They are main framing Stewart's face when She's giving him a hard time about the raspberry chocolate. The DP on this show is brilliant. I just want to say, uh, no shit, Sundance is in Utah. That's what I want to say. See that, parents? That's my first swear. How do you like that? All right, so... And and in watching this series, I thought to myself, is it weird that I identify as a Jenshaw? When you throw a party for a friend, it really is a party for yourself. It really is a party for yourself. And when she says... Assalamualaikum, bitches. I identify. I too once was a Muslim. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know why there's so much religion in this, guys. I get that it's part of the series, but I don't need this much. It could, it would be just as fun if it were like, um, just about their lives. I think. I think their lives are probably interesting enough. Now, the Jenschaw marriage to the football husband. I'm not sure about that. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I'm like, college football coach salaries are that high that she is absolutely draped in the Versace, Valentino, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, David Nierman, Cartier, Aramez I think I'm forgetting one, but uh, a brand. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they are. I'm not understanding it. Maybe it's because she lives in the Oak Lincoln Longhouse. Not understanding, but I bet she'll move. I bet she'll move. Now her friend Carrie, the one who's ripped. Not sure if you saw her. Um, you probably did because she was working all of the angles. She is like jacked LA style, like I lift and I haven't eaten a carb since 2013, and she is like OC level workout wife, and she's probably from the OC honestly. And she said she says to the camera basically, is she, she's Brooks is like counterpart in terms of auditioning, like they are. One in the same uh, in terms of wanting to be on the show, so goddamn bad. And you know that she feels like, Why the fuck am I? Oops, that's number two. Why am I not on this show? And to that I say, I really don't know because I think you're going to be around, Carrie. I could see you being around. Maybe it's because we have too many carries. We have a hell of a lot of carries on Dallas, let me tell you. And I could use two or three less. So anyway, all in all, I am stoked for this season. They have done the Lord's work. I think that this is the best thing on Bravo 2020. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Maybe not because Beverly Hills was damn good. But yeah, I think this is better. I really do. And if I've contradicted that in, in episodes past, then, you know, what do you want from me? I, I'm i not an encyclopedia. Okay. This is a one woman show. Now, the other thing I want to say is that the CMAs were on this week, and wow, was that awful. I don't need Reba to host anything anymore, no matter how many facelifts she gets. It's it's a wrap on Reba for me, personality-wise. Like, I just don't like you, and I'm never going to change. And I, it's not that you're bad or I'm bad. It's like we just don't work together, and so therefore I'd love so much less. But Reba was the host along with Darius Rucker from Hoodie and the Blowfish. WTFFF. I don't need this combo, and I don't care about either of them. And if you're going to have anyone host, I'd like it to be Miranda Lambert because she served a GD look. It was a neon pink dream. like a, uh, It was like a sherbert popsicle of a look. Alex Perry, very real house size of Beverly Hills. Neons, different light. I mean, the jewelry, it was all happening, all happening. And I love her new album about the bluebird and the blackbird and also about um, turning lemons into, I don't know, vodka with lemons or something. That's not it. But anyway, I like it all. Uh, Applause. Applause to her. So Darius Rucker. No, that's not right. Dirk Bentley. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's like the only cute person in country. Dirk Bentley thinks that he's Bradley Cooper now from um, Star is Born because he is singing about getting drunk and high and womanizing basically and I'm like oh, oh, what is this what is this I mean you don't have to put it in our face we already knew it anyways uh, the women I found to be the best performers I mean the key I mean including Keith urban because I consider him you know more female than male and I think that you know the women just really are are pushing the best music, the Marin Morris and all all these gals and guys in country. It's like, is it not as hard for you? Because like for example, um, what's that guy's name? He's married to the hot girl. Oh, what's his name? Not Eric Church. Eric Church though. Wow, I'm like get a different hair color, a spell because it's looking real mangy, just mangy looks like um, dog hair that hasn't been deep conditioned and like sort of like a grayish mousy brown. And listen, everyone gets a pass. It's been the pandemic. I know that you don't have your normal colorist, but it's just like overly hairsprayed to the point where it looks like dry and brittle. Okay. anyways, so it's not, is it the Jason Aldean? Yeah. Jason Aldean. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's, um, he's quite a guy that one. He It's fascinating, really. He left his first wife. Now, I don't know the deal, and I don't know all the details. I'm not, you know, a professional researcher, but a scholar. But he left his first wife. They have two children. I believe they're like 12 and 13 or something, maybe 16 and 15. I don't know. And he's got the new young wife who I thought, oh, God, she is just gorgeous. She's like an influencer, and I always copy her hair color and, you know, take it to my, or try to, you know, that saga, take it to my stylist and try to have her copy it and whatever. So I think, what is she doing with him? And we all know, okay, we all know. And I originally had heard a story about her being the makeup artist to, like him. So I thought, oh, she was like a groomer on set, they met on set. What a cute, sweet story. No, 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 no. No. He just puts out a new song that's like, I never look back. What we have is better than anything I had before. That's basically the gist of the song. Those aren't the words, but that's the gist. Okay. So he basically leaves the first wife, cheats on her with this girl, Brittany, who is his now wife. And she was like a dancer for the um, uh, Tennessee, I don't know, some basketball team or something or football team that i think it was a basketball team though and they like met at a bar like literally on state street or something like duh hello made out he got in trouble they kept talking i mean this is ju- the ball's on him and the ball's on him honestly to wear um a white rubber wedding band he is making some real interesting stylistic choices. The, the one is his black hoop earrings, and the other one is his white wedding band. I'm just wondering, could it get any worse? I don't think so. But what I do know is she is cashing in on them paychecks. Their kids are adorable, and I'm just like disgusted. What makes you think he's not gonna do this to you again? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I really liked her. I'm so disappointed to learn this. And this is why ignorance is... I've gone to too much therapy because I figured this out. No, I'm kidding. But this is... I'm just saying this is why ignorance is bliss because I really wish I didn't know. I'd rather not know because now I'm judging. Um, alright. Well, it's been a good ride. It's been a good week. Um, a little shorter episode this time. Let me know if you like it better. I, uh... Hope to have more great topics for you next week. In the meantime, share, share this podcast to your story if you thought it was funny. Um, subscribe. Make sure that you're subscribed so you can see new episodes every week. You just press subscribe right next to my face in the iTunes. Great, give me a five star rating because you love it so much and review just leave literally it could be two words love this um it helps me so much you guys and makes me able to keep bringing you fun content every week okay love you so much have a great week take it easy